Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Let's talk today about contending for your health, contending for what belongs to you. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life, to which you have also been called. God has called us to inherit certain things as his children. You know, when my dad died, he didn't leave me an inheritance. He didn't say, hey, when you're 21, this is your inheritance. Here's an old car. Here's a, you know, whatever. I have a couple things that were my father's that my mother passed along to me, but there was no inheritance. But God, when I, when I became a Christian, when I got born again, God became my father and he definitely left me an inheritance. So how do I tell what it is? I get into the word of God. Let this become revelation to you. I get into the word of God and I see what belongs to me. The Bible says in Acts 20, 32, and now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst all them that are sanctified. So part of being a Christian is walking out our inheritance. Now there's two parts to our inheritance. There's the part that we get now, and there's the part that we get later. The part that we get in heaven, Jesus said in John 14, I go to prepare a place for you. In my father's house are many mansions or many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. So there's a home in heaven. So Jesus is actually the architect, the preparer of my, of my heavenly home. So that's an inheritance that I'll only have in heaven. I'll get a glorified body once, once the Lord raises these bodies back to life. I'll get a glorified body. And that's part of my inheritance. You know what the down payment of my inheritance is? This is the Holy Spirit. He's the, he's the first fruit. He's the down payment of my inheritance is the Holy Spirit. And so that's the part of what I have now. Along with the Holy Spirit, there's things that are mine. So we talked in the last time about contending for abundance through the Word of God, through, through, through giving. And then we can contend for our health. So I want to talk about this because, you know, there's many people that just go through life and they love the Lord, but they don't know what's theirs. There has to come a fight on the inside of your spirit to go after things. Too many people are just lackadaisical about their Christian walk. Oh, how many of you know God's in control? If God wants me to be healed, he knows where I live. If God wants to bless me, he knows where I live. That's not how it works. You contend for it. Just like with salvation, you heard the word and then you responded. You took a step. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. There's things that you have to make your way through. And so that's really what, what this is about. It's about seeing what's in the word and then choosing to go after it. In Numbers 13, there's a story of how um, Moses sends in the, the, the spies to spy out the land. And what did the Lord say? I've given you this land, send in people. Now he didn't say evaluate whether you can take it or not. He just said, send in people to map it out. And so they send in these spies and 10 of them come back. Oh, the land, you know, they all come back with this report of how amazing the land is. The fruit's this big. They brought back some of the fruit. This is Numbers 13. The fruit's huge. You know, this is amazing. But, but, and it says they brought back an evil report, but, but we've, you know, there's giants in the land. There's walled cities. You know, they outnumber us. We look as we're in grasshoppers in our own sight. We can't do it. And, and Caleb and Caleb stood up and said, Hey, we're well able to go. Let's go up at once. And so this is the attitude. And it's so sad that it was two people, 10 of them brought back an evil report. And the other two, Caleb was the one who stood up. And so that generation had to die in the wilderness. And then Caleb and Joshua were the ones that were chosen to then lead Moses' servant. And then Caleb, one of the spies, were the ones who were chosen to lead the Israelites into the promised land. But it's something they had to contend for. There were still giants when they got there. 
But the Lord said, I am on your side. So health is yours. So you look through the word and the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 24, who his own self bear my sins in his body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Healing isn't something you're waiting for God to give you. Healing isn't something you're waiting for God to do for you. Healing is something that Jesus did for you 2000 years ago. And you're taking it by faith. You're taking that territory back. God has said, Hey, go in and possess the land. So how do you do it? You first do it by knowing that it's God's will to heal. If you don't know that it's God's will to heal or bless, you won't contend for it. If you hear preachers that say, how many of you know, you know, God doesn't want you rich because the love of money is the root of all evil. That, you know, those are two different things. Being rich and loving money are two different things. You can be broke and love money. You can be rich and love people and be a giver. I'm not broke. I wouldn't say I'm rich, but I'm not broke. And I love people and I'm a giver and I don't love money. I love God. Money does not have my heart. And so the Lord looks to see, does money have their heart? If it is, I'm not, I'm not going to let them have it. The Bible says, he that loves silver will, will, not, will never be satisfied with silver. And so you don't, there's things that you choose. That's what having an idol means. It's something that comes before God. So do I have their heart? And so when it comes to health, if you don't know that it's God's will to heal you, so what do you do? You take scriptures, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. And you don't treat him like you've heard him a thousand times. How God Almighty anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, who did what? Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Jesus healed them all. He healed them all. You know, 23 times in the New Testament, including in the book of Acts with the disciples, it says that he healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. 23 different occasions. He healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. Well, I wonder if it's God's will to heal me. He healed them all. He healed them all. Well, maybe God's using this to teach a lesson. He healed them all. And then you learn about faith and you realize faith is now. Faith's not later. Faith acts and faith is now. God doesn't heal later. God heals now. Faith is now. Faith is now. Faith is action and faith is now. If it's not now, it's not faith. Hope waits. Faith takes. Faith is now. Healing is now. Joy is now. Abundance is now. I'm healed now. And so how do you contend? You know, this is maybe more than one podcast, but one of the things that you have to do is begin to identify with the spirit and not with the flesh. You're not sickly. Even though your body may say diabetes, your spirit man's healed. The Bible says you're healed. So you say by his stripes, I am healed. I'm not waiting to be healed. I'm not trying to get healed. I'm healed. Body, you hear me? I'm healed. Diabetes, you've got to go because I'm healed. Diabetes, go now in Jesus' name. I'm the healed of the Lord. And, and you, you pull, you know what the roots are for sickness in people's bodies is their belief in the sickness. Sickness can't stay in your body. It's illegal. Sickness is illegal. Don't identify with the sickness. Oh, I'm a diabetic. No, you're the healed of the Lord. You're a born again spirit that's healed. You can't be a diabetic. You're the healed of the Lord. Your body can lie to you, but the Bible cannot lie to you. So your identity begins to change. You identify, I'm not sickly, I'm the healed of the Lord. I can't be healed and sickly at the same time. So, so something's lying to me. Either the Bible's lying to me, or I've believed a lie and my body's lying to me. And my body has to catch up with the word. I'm not a body. I am a spirit and I'm not sickly. My spirit's not a diabetic. My spirit's the healed of the Lord. You know, your body will follow your spirit. Your body will follow your mind. The Bible says, 
The Bible says that the spirit of man will sustain his infirmity. As the spirit goes, so the body goes. The Bible says, if the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead will quicken your mortal body. Spirit first, body second. So one of the first things you have to do is begin to identify correctly. Oh, you know, I have a learning disability. No, where's that scripture? Show me that. I can show you 1 Corinthians 2.16 that says you have the mind of Christ. Tell Jesus that he's got a learning disability then if you, if you say that. No, you're a born again spirit. Your mind is actually anointed by the spirit of God living in you to learn. I take my information from the Bible, from who I am as a spirit being. I've been born again. Don't identify with that. Oh, I'm depressed. No, you're not depressed. You're a child of God. You're full of joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can't be depressed and full of joy. So pick one. Who told you you were sick? Who told you you were an invalid? Who told you you were crippled? You're the healed of the Lord. You got the mind of Christ. All things are new. Who told you you're a cancer patient? Who told you you were addicted? Who told you you had a learning disability? Who told you you had a mental illness? They lied to you. You got the mind of Christ. So you identify with the spirit, not with the flesh. I don't identify with any shortcoming. I don't identify with what my parents told me. Oh, you know, you're not very smart. I'm just kind of, I'm not very intelligent. No, I, I got an anointed mind. From now on, my mind is anointed to learn. I, I have a good memory. I retain things. And so you contend that way. You fight for your identity. You get a piece of paper and you write out, I am loved. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave. Hey, if God so loved the world, I'm in the world. I am loved. I am loved. Then you write down in John where Jesus said, the father himself loves you. I am loved. If the Father loves me, I'm loved. The Father himself loves me. I'm loved. My parents have to, might have told me that I'm a mistake, but I'm not a mistake. I'm loved. God chose me. He said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm loved. I want to tell you that you're loved. I want to tell you that you're loved. You're loved. You're also righteous. Ephesians 4.24 says, the new man is created in righteousness. Second uh, Corinthians 5.21 says, that we, he was made sin for us who knew no sin that, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I want to tell you, you're righteous. You're righteous. You know you're righteous. Right now, you're righteous. You're loved. You're righteous. You know you're anointed. 1 John 2.27 says you've received an anointing. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 says, we, since we have, uh, says that we have a treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians that God himself, he that's anointed us and called us is God. You know, you've been anointed. Say it with me. Say, I'm loved. Say, I'm righteous. Say, I'm anointed. What are you? I'm also bold. The Bible says in Proverbs 28 verse 1, that wicked flee where no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Well, I don't feel bold. Doesn't matter. You're bold. Roar like a lion. Hallelujah. Well, that's good. You have that type of personality. You know, I didn't. I was actually shy. I was quiet. But I don't listen to personality tests. They don't define me. The Bible defines me. And the Bible says, if I'm righteous, I'm bold. So I'm bold whether I feel bold or not. I am bold in the spirit of God. What am I doing? I'm just, I'm contending. I'm just contending, contending for who I am. And then you contend by the word. You you put the word of God in you. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, and this is the key. Verse 20, my son, attend to my word. Pay attention to my word. Give it your focus. Pay attention. 
Attend to my word. Incline your ears. Attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Listen to what I'm saying. Incline your ear means tilt your head. Change your mind about what you didn't believe. Incline your ear means stop being a stiff-necked person, which is the type of person that hears and doesn't change their mind. Well, that's good for somebody else. No, it's good for you. The gospel's for you. Incline your ears to my sayings. Change your mind. Change your old way of thinking. Let this be who you are. You may need to put this on repeat and play it back again and again. You may need to come to healing school and listen and get, listen, get this in your spirit. Attend to my word. Incline. You know you're all invited to healing school. You don't have to be sick to come to healing school. Our next one's April 5th through the 16th. Is that right? That sounds right. April 5th. It's the Monday through the following Friday, whatever those dates are in April, April 5th. Incline your ear. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Let them be the main focus of your life. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Memorize them. Put them inside your spirit, man. For they will be life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. When you believe the word more than you believe what the circumstances say. My body can lie to me, but the word can't lie to me. I'm the healed of the Lord. I command this stuff to come out of my body. I command this to come out of my blood. You're con- what am I doing? I'm contending. You know what the Bible says in John 8, I think it's 31 and 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth. That's the difference. The truth has power to set you free. What am I doing? I'm contending for my health. And then you ask, does this scripture apply to me right now? The devil will try to get you always living in the future. Well, what happens if in 50 and 20 years from now you get cancer? Well, I don't have to worry about that because the Bible says, the Bible says that he's protecting me, that he gives his angels charge over me, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So whatever comes for the rest of my life, it will not prosper. Why? Because the Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. What am I doing? I'm contending. I'm contending. And then what do I do? The Lord spoke this to me, these four words to me last night. Felt it in my spirit. Let loose your words. You know, we're in the spirit realm, words are weapons. Let loose your words. How did God create? He let loose his words. Let there be light. Let loose your words. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the words of God, by the word of God. Let loose your words. So when you take the scripture and you let loose your words, hallelujah, I'm the healed of the Lord. To all the listeners right now, I curse every infirmity in your body. I see someone with a problem with their spleen being healed in Jesus' name. I see someone with a problem with their bladder and the digestion being healed in the name of Jesus. Life into that digestion. Life into that bladder. Someone with an infection in their bladder, urinary tract infection. In the name of Jesus, be healed. The fire of God burns it out right now. Someone with blurriness in their vision, I command eyes, come clear now in the name of Jesus. Someone who's having a problem in their spine, right now I command that spine to be whole and straightened and healed in Jesus' name. Someone with just a lot of tension and stress in their shoulders, that stress releases now, drops out now in Jesus' name. Someone with a tingling in their fingers. Feels like your fingers are going numb. Life into that circulation. Life into that circulation. Life in the name of Jesus. Someone with a light ringing in your ears. You just started noticing it recently. I command that ringing to stop. Now, ringing out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord together. Let's give him praise that you're healed. 
that you're the healed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Never again, never again to deal with that in the name of Jesus. Well, I love you. If, if the Lord's touched your body, please let me know. I'd like to hear from you. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.